Damn. Bam. Slam. Wham. Boom. Boom. Smash. Oh, you with another one. I was out. Hey, the podcast started. <laughs> it has begun. We are here. Welcome, people well, who listen to us. Good come. Welcome. What? <laughs> Welcome. Sometimes in my brain sounds like you're telling someone that they ejaculated well. Welcome. Maybe it's of high quality. It's a high quality come. Welcome. You make babies well. What are you looking at? I'm just looking at the room. You were making me nervous that the recording wasn't working. But we are fine. We are live. We are here for the audience. This is the Couple of Critics podcast. Welcome. Welcome. My name is Michelle. (laughs) My name is Sam. And uh, yeah, we are a review podcast. We're two assholes who are married to each other. Share music with each other, sometimes movies, sometimes more. And this week, it's an album, of course. Most weeks, it's an album. Disclaimer, we do very little research, most of the time none. We have no credentials, so our opinion means nothing. No, never take anything as fact, unless I know for sure, and then still I can be like, ugh, that was wrong. Yeah, just throw it all out the fucking window. We're just fucking bum. We're bums. We're bums. We're bums. We are bums. And let- everything we have in here is cheap to record with. And uh, do you think people would appreciate if bum fights came back? No, I think bum fights is really far gone. I think it'd have to be very underground. Because it's definitely not. It's not at all. Charles Barkley can't even talk about big old women down in San Antonio anymore. <laughs> I was going to say, when we're in a world where PC goes too far, and it's like, you're accusing things that are not a problem to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Leave uh, Charles Barkley alone. Yeah, bum fights is not going to happen. Bum fights was a problem at its peak. It was always <laughs> inappropriate and odd. Yeah, because bum fights was the one where it was literally just... Paying two crackheads money to just fucking fight, right? To my knowledge, you were more well-versed in those underground things than I was. I don't remember watching an official bum fights. Much like I've never seen an official Girls Gone Wild. It was never... Oh, God. Or I never saw any of those, uh, like, Jerry Springer uncensored Oh, God, yeah. I never saw any of those kinds of things. But what I did see... Was the $2 DVD that Kirk bought in the ghetto that was uh, Crackheads Gone Wild, which wasn't paying crackheads to fight. It was it was just footage that you would find now on YouTube of crackheads being crackheads. You know, there was a fight, but they didn't pay them to fight. It was a fight over crack. That, that they just, just naturally broke they out. They just naturally had on film, but they didn't instigate incidents. This was like... People pooping in public and having video of it and us laughing like, he pooped on that sidewalk. People pooping in public. (laughs) But when you see poop on a sidewalk for the first time in your life, because mine was in... Like human poop? Yeah, Las Vegas. Oh, no. We were walking by and somebody went, poop, and pointed down. And it was obviously someone took a human shit. And when you see that first in your life, which I'm sure is normal for a lot of people in this world, especially in cities, you're kind of like, ooh, that's not as funny anymore. (laughs) That's not funny at all. That's really disgusting. Can you at least move it off the sidewalk? I mean, I'm not going to. 
Not you, the person who laid it there. But it was either an emergency or they're just too fucked. Or they don't care. Some people are just, they're in, they oh, don't give I a shit. I got a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably three in the morning. I got shit. It was like, you know, when you're walking on a, a block and there's businesses and it'll like have a little square section that goes into their business before the door happens. It's just like a little inlet. Mm-hmm. It was in one of those in the corner. <laughs> That's so fucking horrible. I it was sad. got to go. It was sad. Oh, I think uh, my buddy took a picture of it. Rob, how's it going, Rob? You're not listening, but I'm calling you out of here. Well, I think that things that come out of people's bodies are disgusting as I sit here and pick my nose. Anyway, we are here this week with an album that I chose. Yay! Uh, this falls right into the time frame of where we like to typically choose albums from. This uh, album, Very Necessary by Salt and Peppa, came out October 12th, 1993, just in time for Halloween. 1993, which are... are uh... Our biggest hits come from 1994, so as you said, it's is that, quite in that window. Is that true? I feel like it's like 92 to 94. Well, um, so I'm saying then, that's our window. It seems to be so it's right our in that fucking zone. thing, yo. So the album, Very Necessary, is their fourth album, and they had four singles. It looks like they won a Grammy. For their best rap performance by duo or group for this album, I say we get started with this. Let's do it. And we will start with the track number one that they call, they title, and they say it's Groove Me. Oh, yeah. Get the Rasta man coming in off the bat. That's a strong Rasta intro. Now, for me, when I think of this album, I think of when my dad took us down to visit my Aunt Ruth in Kentucky, and I rode with her somewhere, and she played this tape. She put this tape in, and I don't think it was necessarily at the very beginning, but it just makes me think of my Aunt Ruth Ann. Because she knew it, right? Didn't you tell me once she was like, she knew every, like almost every word? She knew all the words to the hits, at least. Yeah. She's a fucking groover. Ruth is crazy, though. She's like, she, she's, she's a wild, wild one. one. Yeah. <laughs> she's a, she was the wild child, for sure. Are you familiar with more Salt and Pepper than just this album? Yeah. Is the, Things the, like Push It isn't on this. Okay. And, is the Rasta element just this album, or is Rasta kind of. Because there's a few times in this album they got a guy sounding like this, doing the old Jamaican I Rasta voice. I would not have thought that this was a re- reoccurring thing. I think that this was just... The time? That happened for the song. They're just feeling out different things. Do you think it was snow? <laughs> the snow. Yeah. Canada's own. He was the influencer. I think it's him. He just didn't want credit on the album. Only snow can come off with that voice. So this uh, this group that we have here, it consists of three ladies. We have Salt, we have Peppa, and we have DJ Spinderella. DJ Spinderella. And she has had a major falling out with the group. Still to this day? It happened in 2000 and... Uh, 18. Oh shit, so it's fresh. Yeah. 
She sued the group because she said that she should have gotten more royalties than she did. But she technically wasn't like an original member either. Mm. Like they had a different lady for two years in her place okay. before DJ Spinderella came in. Which I mean, granted, they had their hits with her. But Did she get writing credit? That's I guess that's what I'm not sure. Question. I don't know. Is she fighting for writing credit? She, she was get... fighting for royalties. Uh, it was settled out of court, and yeah, she. They just aren't. They are not okay with each other anymore. But they were before that, like for years. It says that she joined Salt and Peppa in 1987, two years after its inception, and replaced the former, the group's former MC. Well, what do you think of this song? I want to know your opinions on this style of Salt and Peppa. I don't think it's a very strong song. Okay, I don't either in this album. I think there's much stronger on this album, but it feels dripping with 90s. Yeah. Oozing with money, I would say. I, you, I always wonder in those situations with Spinderella, Miss Spinderella. What seems people back in the day, and maybe this will happen as time goes on, get fucked hard with like writing credit or royalty, blah 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 blah. blah. How rough is it though to sit around with your people that you're supposed to be being creative with and say like, hey, by the way. I, I know we just got this song done. I'm going to need us all three to sign a clause. This is the exact percentage of the work we put into this. I was thinking from the other perspective of you just got done writing this, and all of a sudden everyone just starts looking at each other like, how much are you worth out of this? Yeah. Like, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I'm so narcissistic, I try and take complete writing credit for everything. <laughs> That's why you don't have a band anymore because you couldn't stand <laughs> I can't stand it <laughs> you couldn't stand having to split things I, and not having everything that you put into it come back at you I miss having a band a full band I'm sure you do I do have a full band Cult of Trantor never mind so that song Groove Me used a sample which I haven't listened to this yet to try and hear it from the song Funky President by the one and only James Brown. Mm. I said James Browned on accident. <laughs> He's definitely been browned. He was dark as hell and glossy. He was sweaty. Well, I'm saying even after he was dead for a while. Because his family fought over his body. He didn't get put in the ground for a really long time. It was a thing. <laughs> and he had one of those televised public funeral processions which is horrible I think it's a beautiful thing <laughs> can you imagine fighting over a body <laughs> no like, I don't care it's going in the ground <laughs> it's ridiculous it's amazing how crazy families will turn and against each other I don't hear the connection at all I don't either Unless there's a specific spot, I have no idea it's what like they're talking about. Going, wow! And maybe <laughs> later on that happens, I have no idea. But let's move along to the next song, No One Does It Better. So. I'm, I'm surprised that it drops down already on track two, like this. I remember this one's not like full ballad or anything. It's not, but it kind of feels like that at first when it starts. When it kicks in, yeah, for sure. 
Because it's, it's just like, what's happening? Because it's a little more low-key. It definitely brings it down from that Groove Me song. Again, so 90s. Jesus, is oh, this not yeah. early 90s? Oh, yeah. I can see people dancing in my head to it with, like, spin moves in it. I think the song grooves. Got nothing it against it. It grooves way more than the first one for me. Than the Groove a, Me song? This has a P-Funk feel to it. It's like that gangsta P-Funk sound. Where I can see like I bet Ice Cube likes this Yeah, it's a very Ice Cube feel I can see cars with hydraulics Like dropping and shit in my brain It, it feels I, I can't believe I'm going to say this But it feels homely Because it's like I'm growing up on this time And these sounds mm-hmm. remind me of being in the house These feels remind me of just like Watching VH1 and MTV Regardless of what it's so while it's not like my thing, it makes me feel good because it's just like it's nostalgic. Like still, it, it reminds me of Keenan and Kel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it reminds me of sense. all that. <laughs> that makes sense. And uh, a very interesting angle because most you know most rap I'm familiar with is men. That's true. Whom all have an ego about themselves, and a, the woman's perspective of her ego is very interesting to hear what they choose to be like proud of. It seems a little more wholesome than what a man is proud of. It's still like a little risque, if you want to say that, like sex yeah, positive and stuff. But like it is. But it's also there's an entire song of like the biggest song on here is about praising having a good man. You don't necessarily yeah, hear that exactly. from the other like perspective. Loyalty and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like a man's ego is like, I fucked nine bitches in one night. <laughs> Their ego is like, we took a bubble bath and watched a movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a much more tolerable ego for me. I'm like, yeah, that's something to be. Like, yeah, motherfucker, I stayed home. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that even though I think, and maybe it's because... They weren't rapping about such like extreme things, even though like safe sex and AIDS and things like that were big at the time. Yeah. But I don't feel like Salt and Peppa necessarily gets as much respect in the rap world, in the hip hop world. It's part wimp, part they were women in the game. Women in the game tend to have to work harder at everything to get recognition. I just, I just think they're not seen as, as serious as the guys because yeah. the guys always had this tough image. Yeah. So it was about being the baddest whatever, which I never liked that aspect of hip-hop, even though I, I do like some hip-hop. I, I, yeah, I, I don't like that. That's something that Jay-Z has always been really bad about talking about how great he is. No, I want and it a bothers story. me. Like my favorite like dub C songs were like well, it's still hijacking, but it was about a uh, hijacking the whole thing. It wasn't I go with the club, I'm the shit, I'm the shit. I hate that stuff. Mm-hmm. Much rather have a story or th- I breaking news, I enjoyed most of this salt and pepper. I was not miserable. I was like, this is like I said, it's homely for me. It was yeah. easy to digest. Yeah, it's 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 hard for someone our age to hear these sounds and not feel like you are watching a movie or TV mm-hmm. or something from this time frame. It definitely puts you in the 90s. And I'm sure it's just because that was our big decade of really figuring out yeah, who we were and what we like and like. growing into ourselves as a person. Uh, the 90s were so big. 
And I feel like uh-huh. they were so diverse in just so many different things before everything just took a hard plastic turn. <laughs> a hard plastic turn. Yeah. I love say that's it. where we are now. I love it. Let's listen to the next song. Let's just keep moving along because we do have some tracks here to deal with. Somebody's getting on my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is going to be said the whole podcast, but 1993. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it does have a little, a bit of an adolescent feel, too. But yeah. they're young women, right? Like. It's not like they're like in their thirties or something. No, like they're 20, in their twenties. One, twenty-two at this point. Yeah, but they're—I think they're also just like, yeah, we're playful and more fun. I would say it seems like they're more. God damn it! I got to switch this board out. Sounds like they're more about fun. Mm-hmm. Like they want to. I bet this show would have been really fun. Well, they still perform together. All right, we're going to see Salt and Pepper. <laughs> no, we're not. I forgot. Spinderella, no Spinderella. Oh, please. no Spinderella, no show. <laughs> I'm like Eric Clapton back in the day when he used to wear that shirt. No snow, no show. Because if he didn't get cocaine, he wouldn't play. If it's no Spinderella, no show. You got to really be careful with whatever references you make with Mr. Eric Clapton. He has very few redeeming factors at this point. He's never necessarily been a pleasant guy when you get to know him sort of thing. I don't care. He was in cream. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. He 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 was a great musician, and that's about it. <laughs> well, then I. Yeah, yeah. There's a point where I don't even think he's a great musician. So <laughs> that's that's fair. I don't think you can deny Layla, can you? Uh, yeah. You don't think that's. Decent enough. I don't, know. I don't have an opinion on Eric Clapton. It's fucking lame to me. Most of his stuff is just lame. I'm not saying it wasn't written well, but it's like it's just lame. So does that mean that Eric Clapton might be getting on your nerves? Yes. <laughs> okay. About to piss Michelle off. This is. The He's song. already said this shit to me, and I'm not happy about this it. This is the song. That gives me a certain vibe of a certain band I did a tour with. My good friends and the Juggalo crew, the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> Every once in a while, there's some ICP vibe going on. I'm not saying they took it from ICP, and I'm not saying ICP took it from them. I'm saying it was in the air. This was just the style. So the somebody's getting on my nerves. Yes, that. But they would sound much worse. Like they'd have like raspy voices when they'd well, be yeah, saying they'd something, voices, and they'd be talking about but it's like still like the same drinking fago and pouring them on a tits. It'd be the same. <laughs> it'd be the opposite of literally what they talk about. They're like, we want respect. I'm, I'm saying I could hear them going. Somebody's getting on my nerves. <laughs> I wonder if they've ever covered this live. Maybe I'll ask them next time I see them. Which yeah, I did sure. not see them the last time. Did you time. even talk to them? No, not I once. didn't think so. I talked to their roadies and stuff a bunch, but never them. 
I never even saw them before they went on stage except for once, and that was in Texas. And they were just hanging out. They cleared the back alley, and I looked into the crack, and they were just sitting across from each other on two concrete ledges, just like looking at the ground, just hunched over like two old dudes tired, I was getting hope- ready to go on stage. I was hoping they were hacky sacking or something That'd to get funny. to get hyped up for it. You ready to? I know we've been kind of going through this a little quicker. We are, but. Uh, we we need to give people something that they're more familiar with. They don't know any of these songs yet unless they've listened to this yeah. album. Let's so give them what they deserve. Give them what they deserve. Let's go ahead and throw out the second single from this album, What a Man, featuring In Vogue. Yeah. It's a goddamn classic, it is. This song, and you can find this song on this album. You can also find it on Funky Divas by Invoke. Oh, by Invoke. Which I used to have that album, and then there were a bunch of albums that I I just, for whatever reason, got tired of and just gave them to my dad, and this was one of them. What was Invoke's Invoke's big hits? Because I think we also uh, owned Invoke. Who was we? I think my mom owned the In Vogue tape. I remember her playing it in a car. I can't imagine that you would know, like, Free Your Mind. Yeah! Which is, Free your mind. that song's great. Rest yeah, that was probably it. Uh, My Lovin'. Never gonna get it, never gonna yes. get it. Never yes. gonna get it, never gonna get it. That was pretty good. I was impressing myself on that one. This is a goddamn classic, as I said at the beginning. It smells like farts. I think this dog is dying from the inside. That's usually yes. how that goes, right? They don't die from the outside first. Sometimes they do. Yeah, I guess they sometimes do. When I take the knife from the outside in. She smells like absolute shit death. I'm sorry, sorry about that. Whew, and she's barely eating anything. Yeah, she's dying. She's old. Oh, God. Sahana Kin? It smells. I love this part right here. My man is smooth like Barry and his voice got bass. A body like Anna with a Denzel face. Mortifying. <laughs> Imagine an Arnold Schwarzenegger body coming at you with Denzel's just his face on there. I never really thought that Arnold's body was appealing. It's too much. Uh, my name is Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> double Den- dog Denzel. Double dog Denzel Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Uh, if you were Paul Mooney, you'd say that last name differently. But I am not, so I will not be saying that word. <laughs> everyone, everyone does the same impression for Arnold Swartz. Baby, rub it down and make it smooth like lotion. That's such a weird thing to say. These goddamn whores! No, it's his man. <laughs> I mean, his man. It's her. It's her dude. These goddamn gay whores. I mean, I'm sure at this time there was a lot of people that were like, "Eh, women acting sexy. I don't like it. Wait, no one's around? Oh, I like it real quick. I'm now out in public. God damn you. (laughs) Yeah, God damn you whores. And then in private, I love whores. I'm sure this would have been a jerk-offable video for me back in the day if I was jerking off at the 1993, which I was not. I can't believe your mom had the In Vogue album. That's Why? surprising to me. My mom likes music. She's hip. 
She likes Post Malone. He's not a wham bam, thank you, ma'am. He's a thriller. No, she doesn't. <laughs> no, she doesn't. <laughs> My mom likes Three Dog Night. So, what do you think about this part right here? Uh, that no one should ever use the term goose pimples. It's, it's so unappealing and gross. Uh, and goose flesh, I also don't enjoy. That's which disgusting. I've heard <laughs> I mean, I guess goose skin makes more sense. I, I've never heard it said as flesh, but it's just always been goosebumps. I love to say me. everyone knows it's supposed to be the classics by R.L. Stein. Goosebumps. That's what I thought. God damn it! But I always, I was always just like, why is she saying goose pimples? She could have rhymed bumps with lumps or humps. Or mumps. And he gives me goose Whoa, pimples. Goose mumps. Does anybody say goose mumps? He gives me gumps. Gumps? gumps? <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. He gives me less luck box of chocolates. Gives me goose bumps. You're your best at like love lumps. Gump impression. I don't think that we're supposed to be doing that anymore. <laughs> because he is a... You're doing an impression of a guy who did an impression. Of a character. You're not... It's not like you're making fun of John Kunz from high school. I'm sorry I made a mess of your Black Panther party. <laughs> does he say that? Sorry I made a mess of he, your Black Panther he party? Did, he did, yeah, something in the movie. Something happened with the Black Panther party. I remember him fucking up a party. The Black Panther party. I don't remember him saying, Sorry I made a mess of your Black Panther party. It was something like that. I can't do that for at all. Those must be oh. comfortable shoes. <laughs> I wish I had shoes like that. My feet hurt. Ma- Mama said you could tell a lot about a person in their shoes. <laughs> These are all lines I don't know. They were in the fucking This is movie. like the beginning of the fucking movie where the nurse sits down next to him and then he just invades her life by telling his life to all- anyone who will sit down. Because as you can- if you watch the movie, people are coming and going and he's still just telling the story. And oh, yeah, anyone yeah. who comes in. So yeah. do you think that there are ever parts in in the movie that were not shown, obviously, where there's actually no one waiting <laughs> yeah. for the bus with him anymore? And he's yeah. still just talking about the story because he's so deep in it in his head because he didn't even realize that where he was waiting for the bus to go was just right down the street. Because he's so autistic when he starts the story, he has to finish it no matter what. I don't think it's autism. <laughs> what is it? Forrest Gump? And then a- at the end, he's like... When he finds out he has a son, he's like, is he like me? Does he say that? He gets really choked up and she's like, no, he's smart. You fucking dumbass. <laughs> this movie sounds horrible. Oh, it is. She, <laughs> This girl that he was in love with, when she would have problems in his life, in her life, she'd lean on this guy <laughs> on this mental guy who couldn't do anything and then she was like here Bullshit, he couldn't do anything and she was like here my boobs Burr, sorry forest life's like a box of chocolates forest never know what you're going to this we're is, like peas and carrots forest this is my best forest gump impression and then we'll move on to the next song are you ready yeah <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we actually, uh, the next song is not ready. This song, did you know what a man is a cover, first of all? Didn't we all? No, I didn't. Okay, well, here's the original for a second. I forgot. Oh, I was going to say when we listen to that song, the guitar line rules, and I would love to know what it is. 
It's what a man, but not what a man. This is a good song. But I also personally enjoy listening to songs that people took samples from and such. I like the song way more. But I like old soul, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it is a pretty she close comes in cover. And she's like, smooth like butter. <laughs> she's like, I want a Bonnie like Bing with a Sammy Davis face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby, Sammy Davis. I can't do anything. <laughs> hey, I'm Sammy Davis now. All right, now we'll actually move on to the next song. Which was this a single? Of course it was. This was actually the third single. So this was the next single as well as the next track, None of Your Business. Play it for me, mama. It's playing. Come on. Play it. What's the matter with your life? Why you gotta mess with mine? Don't keep sweating what I do because I'm gonna be just fine. Check it out. If oh. This song fucking rules. It's completely my business, and these are whores! That's not true! <laughs> it's none of your goddamn business. I'm a grown-ass woman. It absolutely is, because they're spreading AIDS. They're a bunch of AIDS spreaders. They poke condoms with holes. <laughs> I'm trying to be the devil's advocate. I'm trying to be... Oh, you're the devil, Mr. Red Hair. What I, what I think... Uh, Scared white man would be saying, "Oh, I like the music that's gonna come in right here." That's very, definitely from fucking something. That's it is. a Bing Crosby song right there, like you said. I have what this actually samples is next. I haven't done that in a while, but I figured with something like this, where you're more likely to get covers, samples, yeah. things like that. Hip hop albums seem to lend towards that kind of information. And if there's a cover, it's always nice to, you know, especially if it's a cover of some other original song, it's nice to get that perspective. And if she wanna be a freak, sell it on the weekend. Did you say sell it on the weekend? So this is positive prostitution? I suppose so. It's none of your goddamn business. Hey, if I'm the IRS, it absolutely is. What do you think whores do for the IRS? Do you think they just give them something for free, too? Well, Mr. IRS, all, man. They're called sex workers now. And I think I, I don't... I'm not anti-whores. A legit... <laughs> I think if you have to, I think if there are rules and laws, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. No, I don't either. I think you just stay if clean. you're a legitimate, I'm on the street prostitute cash only, I have no fucking idea what you're doing about the government. You're probably just saying that you're unemployed. Oh, we're still talking about the government. I'm sorry, I forgot I asked yeah, you that. Yeah, you said it was a tax. Now, OnlyFans or anything like that, 
I'm sure it's legitimate business. You're not having sex with anyone. No, I have no problem with any of that at so, all. You're an adult. You do just, whatever the fuck you want. Just, just write your income. If you now, literally only have a body and no personality, and you have an outlet now that you can use to get <laughs> money for that, and you have nothing else to give but your looks, because you're not going to hold a regular fucking job, okay. <laughs> it's, not my, it's none of my goddamn I've business. I've said a million times, if anyone wanted to pay me to jerk off i'm in but no one's going to <laughs> and i'm not going to put the time in to create a fan base to get people to pay me the closest that i could get into continue <laughs> is how fat women will eat large amounts of food yeah on, on camera but then like you get so big and it's disgusting like i see the things that those people eat and i don't understand how because even though i'm super fat i don't really eat a ton sometimes i eat you gotta whatever but a lot of times i don't so it's dripping down your titties and stuff so i just have (laughs) brown juice all over my tits we'll get that kitty pull out of the shed and we'll fill it with gravy (laughs) i like how you're into this hey (gasps) can i yeah i'm the producer <laughs> I want to be the next come the second coming of the egg lady. <laughs> I could be the egg lady. <laughs> I except that I don't really like hard boiled eggs. Eggman, Eggman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Dottie, it's me, the Eggman. Fucking cable, changing it out during the break. Okay, so let's hear what None of Your Business samples, which is a song called Your Sweet Lovin' by Margie Joseph. God damn it! Well, you keep touching it and moving it all over the place. I gotta be able to move. Keep it stationary. No! Now what? I don't remember. I'm mad. I don't hear anything yet. Not yet, Got a nice voice though. She starts talking about hooking and it being none of your business. Yeah. I don't hear anything from that song, but I like it. I, I feel the exact same way. <laughs> Maybe this is it. I don't hear it at all. None of your business. (laughs) (laughs) Who I'm giving skins to. (laughs) That phrase is hilarious, by the way. I don't think I've ever really heard it, but they talk about it a lot. Giving skins to. Uh (laughs) It's hilarious. It's like they're Ed Gein and they're trading in skins. That's none of your business who I'm trading skins with. That's disgusting. (laughs) But that sounds about right as well. Okay, so we are, we're going to listen to, we have two more songs before we take a break. This next song that's called Step is a DJ Spinderella song, and I think that you will hear the difference. Does she rap? Does DJ Spinderella rap? Yeah. Okay. Love it already. Like in the sound. So that's... Maybe not. I will say, it still sounds like one of the girls, the salts, or the peppers. Well, there's a part. I think maybe it's the chorus. I know she's definitely on this. DJ Spinderella 
Spinderella would get behind the mic. She wouldn't just be in the background all the time. They'd all have matching, weird matching. She said something about being Spinderella. Mm-hmm. I thought it was her. Well, I like the flow, and it reminds me of how uh, NWA's album, uh, what's the very last song, the grand finale? I think it's on NWA. I can't remember, but there's a song called Grand Finale, and it's got uh, the D.O.C. on it, and he does one verse, and he's like, yo, let me open up the, uh, let me open up this track, blah, 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 and his one verse is like my favorite thing on the whole fucking album. And I think I get the same vibe from that Spinderella, like, rapping, where I'm like, I kind of wish I was. Is there just a Spinderella album that I can get with that fucking classic groove? I like the music. Oh, yeah. I just feel like, for me, I almost feel like it's a little more generic sounding. All you gotta do is just step, step, I da, like generic. Da. <laughs> Hello. I, I would consider this a weaker song, personally. Hello. I figured out a new way to echo voice. Ask me who I am. Who are you? Are you Coke Mouth? <laughs> I'm Coke Mouth Jensen. Coke Bottle Mouth. I should say that. I'm <laughs> now going to attempt to drink some Coca-Cola with no hands. I think you can do it. There's very little Coca-Cola in that. There's a Coca-Cola around. <laughs> Please just do it. I am a god amongst men. I get what you're saying is generic, but... And I do not like the vocalist on the chorus at all. All you gotta do, you gotta do is just... <laughs> me and you is just... Going Robert... Or Robert Neville? Roger, Roger Neville? It's... I believe it's Aaron. Aaron. Roger Neville. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Roger Neville. His son. <laughs> His son. I was born with a tattoo on my face. <laughs> I was born with a tattoo on my face. I bet if you are a Neville, you come out of the womb and you're tattooed. Before they cut the foreskin off, they put the teardrop on the face. They leave the foreskin. That's more skin to tattoo. <laughs> All you gotta do is just stop, stop. And be stop, stop. All right, let's listen to the next song, which is the first single off of this. And then we're gonna take a break after that. Here is the song, the classic Shoop. Hey, yeah, I wanna shoop. Does that make you laugh? <laughs> Every time. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. I don't know why it makes me laugh, but it does every time. I definitely remember my Aunt Ruth rapping this song. And this is a song that I also feel like I know almost all of the words. Me too. Here I go, here I go, here I go. Okay, girls, what's my weakness? Okay, then, chilling, chilling, minding my business. Business. I looked around and I couldn't believe this. Believe this, yeah. Okay, we believe you. You don't have to do it. I'm just having fun. The song is fun to me. The song is a classic, fun, 90s song. Puts me in a good mood. The 
melted in my hips, so I dip back to my bag of trips. And then it, it's just, it's dirty, it's filthy. Lick them like a lollipop should be licked. Yeah, once again. Horse! This is talking about being good to your man. This isn't saying lick every man like a lollipop. This is yes, saying, it was. This is saying treat your man right. I just can't handle women being sexual. Yeah, you can. <laughs> no, unless it's behind closed doors. <laughs> Other than that, you be a classy lady. <laughs> I'm not being serious. <laughs> I was talking about a penis. Okay. Hanging. She was giving me the flip off. That's why I had to stop talking. And I just wish she'd shut the fuck up sometimes. We're unfortunately on a podcast, which is a talking medium, so I have to talk. Yeah, but you should say things of substance sometimes. I was getting ready to explain how I don't really feel that Why way. Why are you just, like, yelling? Because I have to to get my point across. No, you don't. Yes, I do! It hurts my ears. and That's how I win the argument. And my insides. You'd never win. Oh, well, fuck <laughs> You're not supposed to win in an argument. You're supposed to come to a, an agreement, a consensus. You're the one who said about winning. You're the one who yes, wants to win. Yes, because I want to win the argument. Super sperm. Uh, what does nuts Yo, from that? Yo, Sandy, I want to, like, taste you. That one fucking song he's singing about his super sperm. What's that song? Gangster's uh, Rapper's Delight. He talks about his super sperm. It's a fucking callback, Michelle. Okay. In the rap world. I was going to say until, I don't remember, that I don't actually feel that way. I don't give a fuck what these women say. I don't give a fuck what they do. They're just staring at me right now. Well, I thought you had something interesting to say. No, I'm not. So I was waiting. Oh my goodness. Look at him. So this part. You wanted to know, we talked about this because there's something that happens during this verse and wondering what happens when they do this live. They don't have this guy performing live, so they can avoid this whole fucking part when they perform it. All right, here we go. As if it's not enough to say the R word in a song, but to in the background literally go, (laughs) could it be more? (laughs) Because that was disgust. That was, hey, go in the room and lay that down. (laughs) So yeah, it was, oh my God, what do they do with that now? Well, that person doesn't rap with them. So they just omit that entire, entire verse. So everything is fine. I'd also like to point out that Think about her in the studio. She went, eh, no, hold on. I can do it a little bit better. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not quite retarded enough. <laughs> but she needed to sound like she had some energy and some, <laughs> some you know, excitement for life. Yeah! <laughs> She's pumped. Let's let her do what she needs to do. In the meantime, we're going to do what we need to do. We are going to take some form of a break, and we'll be back. We'll be back. Francine Crockett Wise, 
hermaphrodite or otherwise? I recently went to my doctor to see if I have any chance of getting pregnant, and he just told me to go home and fuck myself. When I was younger and learning about the Greek gods, everyone in school said I was the opposite of love and called me Hermaphrodite. <laughs> you can watch Francine Crockettwise, Hermaphrodite or Otherwise, Thursdays at 9, only on NBC. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Oh. <laughs> we are back talking about salt and pepper and sex. Sexy ladies making sexy noises, which is funny to uh. me. Because Zappa got arrested <laughs> and his tapes taken from simulating sex sounds for a party. And now you can put it on public radio and it's fine. My, how we've come far. Mm -hmm. How far do you think you can come? I don't know. I've never thought about it. Well, I mean, it's a thing with women because it's, it's, <laughs> it's like some fucking task to make a woman squirt, which is pee across the room, which is disgusting. Do, do guys, I mean, do guys, are guys like, oh my God, I shot this load across the room. Like, would you tell your friends if you were able to do something like that? I mean, if I was able to shoot it across the room, yeah. Like spider dick? That seems like, uh, yeah, I made that bit that one time. Like spider, spider penis? Man, spider man shoots a web from his penis. Not his wrist, but his penis. Look out. But uh, I remember one time in an old Hustler magazine, there was a, like a bullseye thing that you were supposed to rip out, and you were supposed to shoot your jizz at the bullseye to try and get a bullseye. But I mean... Did you? No, because we just looked at it and laughed. It wasn't mine. Oh, I thought it was because your jizz usually sprays in different directions and isn't one big gloop. <laughs> I don't know. I guess you could get like some paper, put it down on the ground, stand at the end, crank one off, and shoot it as far as you can, and then measure. It's like throwing shot put. What I think you should do is uh, just put a tape measure down the hall. Okay. And jerk off from one end of the hall and make sure you aim for the tape measure. If not, you know, we can move the tape measure. I mean, see how far you jizzed. I don't like jizzing on the floor like that. It's funny since you said this, and I don't know why she offered this information up to me, but your aunt told me that one point her, <laughs> her dead husband, Dave, said that he, he jerked off in the kitchen to something. I don't remember. It was like a music video or something. And he did it right onto the floor. <laughs> I was like, well, he was like a clean freak. So, you know, he cleaned the shit out of it. Like He made sure it was spotless after he did that. But my God, he just, he just jerked off onto the floor. He just splatted the linoleum. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. That's, oh God. Guys are lucky, I guess. At least you can aim it. Yeah, easy cleanup, too. Boom, shoot. Wipe off the tip. Done. <laughs> I just have to wash my hands, really. 
scoop everything out. I'm just kidding. Oh. That's disgusting. Oh, I just thought I'd bring it back with a Welcome love here. Back. Welcome back to Very Necessary by Salt and Peppa. Let's move along to the next song, which is actually surprisingly to me the fourth and final single, Heaven or Hell. Surprising that it's the last single, or surprising that this song is a single? Was a single at all. Okay. I don't know if you were saying, like, there should have been seven singles off this motherfucker. It's not a bad song. I'm just, I've never heard it. There's another song on this that I swore was a single, and it wasn't. Huh. So it's more that. That line to me is so funny when she's just like, kids killing kids just for the juice. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes me think of a kid literally killing another kid, like, give me that apple juice, motherfucker. No, it's killing for the juice. It's that adrenochrome or whatever that shit is. Uh, killing kids for adrenochrome. Just for the juice. Yeah. TLC knew what they were talking about. Why TLC? That was my little joke that TLC and Salt and Pepper uh, are interchangeable. That's, that's <laughs> absolutely not true. I would agree. They, they were both sex positive, though. They were both sex positive, and they did, but they don't sound like each other. Not at all. TLC had a much more singy vibe to them. As a matter of fact, Absolutely. that surprised me. I didn't realize Salt and Pepper was such a rap-heavy group. It's literally just like two yeah. rappers. They're not really. They sing every once in a while, but they're not. Like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't realize you didn't know that. I did not. Know that. that they are just. No. Yeah, they're just a hip-hop duo, essentially, with a with an MC. Were you a fan of Da Brat? Yes, I have an album or two of hers. Actually, she was always one of those rappers that I felt like transcended the women thing like i don't even think people i didn't even think of her as like a woman rapper i just thought of her as a rapper well and i didn't know until like last year that she was gay oh i didn't know that till just now i did yeah i had no what idea a which i mean she always kind of carried herself as more like a dude yeah but i just thought maybe she's a fucking tom that's the thing i feel like you you our, just our tom, just our tomboy is still a thing but now it's not even a term anymore now it's I don't know, because I don't know if it's okay to just be a tomboy, unless you have to say, like, I'm trans, I'm a they. I think you can still be a tomboy. You just, you're a girl who still likes girl things, but you like getting fucking rough. I guess it depends on how progressive your parents are, whether or not tomboy's still a thing or not. That's true. Are you sure you're not actually a they? <laughs> no, I think I just, I still like to be a girl, I just also like to play in the dirt. Okay, but I'm here for your support if you need me. <laughs> And I'm a liberal, but god damn it. That shit drives me crazy. You're going to say that that didn't sound like Shaggy 2 dope to you just then. <laughs> Sambo better pray. Michelle will kill him. Michelle killing Sam. Just for the juice fight. <laughs> I'll kill you out of anger. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You just take it as a bad oh, I'm thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love the guitar lines in some of these songs. I don't know anything about current hip hop or anything, but I complain about it a lot. Because do it doesn't put, sound like this. Do they? Put, I don't know. Like, no. Do they have guitar lines like that in every once in a while. No, not. It's like my not favorite like they shit. When it sounds like a band still. Like, the drums still sound like a fucking guy playing the drums? I'm sure it's not. And that has to be, and I think I've said it before in this podcast. I think we've talked about it. 
That's why I like 90 sounds so much because those people grew up listening to old funk and the originals that they're sampling. Yeah, and the samples are a real drum line just um, repeated. <laughs> and then now people are, they grew up on stuff that was sampled already. So to them, it's just Sample City and it's just crazy. And, and it's a lot harder now to sample songs. Well, and it's also just like a more, they're, they're sampling newer songs. Like where for us, it was old funk and soulful stuff. So that's why we like it. We like those little additives yeah. that were in those groovy little songs. But I'm also saying that like in the 90s, there wasn't, it was kind of a free for all. They could take whatever they fucking wanted. They stranglehold, put a stranglehold on that. And now it's harder to get, you can still do it, but you got to pay a lot fucking more than they did at this point. Mm-hmm. And then, so now guys make their own shit, and they're making their own shit on computers, and that's fine. It's another computer's another instrument, but it just doesn't have this real vibe to it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have that. While these are technically samples, they are samples of the real thing, mm-hmm. and they sound physical still. That's why I don't really enjoy techno because it just feels all creative, empty to me. Mm-hmm. It just feels. It feels like ones and zeros. And I'm not saying it doesn't take talent to make that stuff. I can't make songs that go... Pew, I don't know how to fucking do that. Mm-hmm. And that's a talent. But to me, it just sounds hollow. I don't know how to mm-hmm. explain it. Like, people crave that big bass and they're like, yeah, I go to these festivals to stand in front of the subwoofer and feel it. It still feels hollow to me. I want... I know what you mean. A guy playing the drums. Mm-hmm. I want a guy playing a guitar. Or a bass. You want to feel yes. that boom. Horns. Fucking tubas. Let's get this going. And if you got the fucking... Now, a lot of people are making shit in their home. They can't afford that kind of stuff anymore. Because, like, now anybody can make music. 70s, 80s, 60s, early 90s. You had to pay to make fucking music. So, <laughs> had a lot more responsibility. Mm-hmm. And, like... Oh, for sure. The time. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Hey! I think that's right, Samo. <laughs> All right, let's listen to the next song, Big Shot. This one I thought was a single. I swore this song was a single. A one. A one, two. Because I knew this song. I've always known this song. Everybody wants to be a big shot. Everybody wants to make a quick buck. I feel like I've always just known this song. Huh. So it shocked me that it wasn't a single. Well, I had never heard it before this. Huh. I had never heard the other two single. Right. There's one single that I had never heard. Heaven or Hell was that last song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would have preferred this to be a single over the other one. It seems like the ones that are real straight hip-hop weren't the singles. They had to go with like the... Yeah. I don't even know how to explain it. Like what a man was just more like... I don't know, soulful? Yeah, something like that. Not as rough and tough. Yeah. Sounded like it's from the streets. Yeah, that's it. That's what it is. This seems more like down to earth almost. Like down down to sidewalk with a boombox on your shoulder. Yes, yes, yes. Kids playing hopscotch. Or uh, jacks or whatever the shit they did. Yeah. Dice. Dice, (laughs) that's right. Hey, your mom's a whore. Throwing bones. That was my dice impression. That was. Hey. hey, your mom's a whore. Hey, your mom's a whore. Little Miss Muffet sat on a tuffet, eating a curds and whey. Oh, I 
Along came a spider, sat down beside it and said, Hey, what's in the bowl, bitch? Ugh. And then everybody cheers. <laughs> like it was the funniest thing they've ever heard. <laughs> so machismo, my God. I almost... That was ridiculous. I did just Roddy Dangerfield <clears throat> as my dice impression. Hey! Oh God. Uh, no, this is going to go over everyone's head, but there's a comedian, Todd Glass. He was, obviously, for comedy's sake, he will do old jokes from dead comedians, and he'll, like, mimic dead comedians. So he has this whole thing where he does Mitch Hedberg jokes in Roddy Dangerfield's voice and his whole delivery, and it's fucking hilarious. You should look it up. It's funny. If you don't like Todd Glass, you can fuck off. <laughs> I'm sure no one knows who Todd Glass is. Yeah, so they can fuck off. Actually, you might you might remember the guy from uh, Tosh.0 who... Oh, yeah, he was on Tosh.0. He would have moments with Daniel. He'd be his neighbor or whatever, and he'd just, like, yell and scream at people. Be Todd. <laughs> and be absolutely maniacal and crazy. Here you go. Here's a piece of my chair. Would you like it? Why did you just rip that off of your Why chair? Why not? I wanted to give it to you. I think the chair needs it more than I do. Really? Huh. All right, I'll give it back to the chair then. <laughs> you just look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's exactly how I feel. <laughs> I don't understand you. You were just destructive. You were a boy. It was popping off. So I popped it off. <sighs> well, I'm about to pop off. <laughs> Up in this mother. Everybody wants to be a big shot, Michelle. I'm pretty sure that everybody wants to be. Now, once again. Like the music. 1993 to the max. Eat your heart out, 1993. I like that little noise, too. I don't know if it's like part of an accordion going on. Well, I know that you like sounds, and I know that you like noises. So it's perfect time to go into this next song. Which was written by Salt herself. Sexy noises turned me on. <laughs> this couldn't be more perfect for us to reveal. <laughs> this, this song is fucking us. <laughs> this song is hysterical. And here's the Rasta man back again. I don't know if it's the same guy. No, but I mean like the style. style. I hate this. You know how unappealing sexy noise. You hear sexy noises and you're like, oh god, is someone gonna hear this? <laughs> I don't know what sexy noise from a man is gonna turn a woman on. Is it? Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever sound you make when you're on empty. Here's the sound I make. Cramp. Cramp. <laughs> That's fucking Michelle, accurate. Michelle shaking her head at a yes, yes, yes. Uh, by the way, this song is just also not very strong in my opinion. No, it's really not. The subject matter is ridiculous. Cause I agree. A woman has a way better shot of turning on a man with sex noises, in my mind, than a man has of turning a woman on with sex noises. Like, a woman could be like, mm, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. Well, but a man, I just don't get it. 
she ne- technically never said that a male male sexy noises turn me on. She just said sexy noises. So maybe she likes the sound of actual sex. <laughs> Turns me on and on. I need to look up what these lyrics are. I wonder if it's available here. Um, oh yeah, they're right here. Hey, I'm gonna piss you off again. This music sounds like ICP. <laughs> it's got like a carnival sound going on. Okay. Talk to me and you can't. I love the sound of your voice when you made love to me and caress my. Okay, shit, I was off. It's caress my lips with your tongue. So I love it when you just lick my mouth. <laughs> what? I just imagine him laying and not even licking it. Just, I just lay my tongue upon your lips. I mean, unless we're talking about the southern lips, it does not sound. And, ah, and caress my lips with your tongue. The southern lips. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. The South shall rise again. That, yeah. I guess if we're talking about my giant clitoris, then that would make sense. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrifying. Nothing scarier than a giant clitoris. That's not true. I probably just offended a lot of trans people. I'm sorry. There's a lot of things scarier than a giant clitoris. I know. I'm just kidding. Like a rusty knife. (laughs) (laughs) Removing that giant clitoris. (laughs) With said rusty knife. Handmaid's Tale style. Oh, what? They cut a clit off? (laughs) Lots of clits off? Uh, I mean, there was one of the main girls in the story, like earlier on in the series, where they did, uh, she kept, uh, like, fighting back. So they cut her, they cut her clit off. Jesus Christ. Uh-huh. The shows and stuff you watch are 10,000 times more brutal than anything I watch. Uh-huh. You yep. don't watch really anything yeah, anymore. I'm the fucked up one, in quotations. You're fucked up because of how you handle yourself, which is not well. <laughs> what do you mean? I handle myself great. I get mad. I throw tantrums. <laughs> I spend money like I have it. Yeah, that's the fucking truth. And then you get mad and yell. Yes, I'm still mad about it. You're always mad. You're always mad that you're in the hole to me. Why aren't people just giving me money for no reason? It doesn't make any sense. Because you don't want to be around people. It's true. Why would they give you money if you don't want anything to do with them? Maybe you should make sexy noises and it'll turn them on (laughs) and then they'll want to hear it. I want to hear your sexiest noise. Right now? Mm -hmm. Am I I supposed to do this legitimate or comedy? (sighs) Sounds like comedy. That's mine. (laughs) Okay, this is mine. Stop it, I'm getting too turned I'm like a graboid dying, or whatever the fuck those things are called, an ass blaster. Aren't they all different? A graboid was the worm part that burrows through that we get in the original Tremors. And the ass blasters are what shoot out of their mouths. No! The ass blasters are just an evolution of the graboid. Is it just the babies that shit out of their mouth? Nothing shoots out of their mouth. They just That's the graboid section of the graboid. Ugh. It's got three tentacles that come out and grab a truck. Is that what's next? Are we wa- is, you said no, we're ne- not watching Tremors next. Okay. I know you like that one guy. In fact, we're not doing a me episode next. 
That's true, we're not. <laughs> but I meant for you when that's next. Anyway, we have three more songs. Let's move along to Summertime Man. Yo, yo. Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. Here, please. Damn. Damn. Who is it? Lots of, lots of attitude. This feels like a house party song to me, man. It does. Like it would be a goodness uh, house party scene in a movie. Uh-huh. Where like they walk in and you see people doing cake stands and making out on the stairs. Yeah, it's just, it's this groovy, mellow, 90s sound that I enjoy very much. I'm not saying that I necessarily love this song or anything, but it's so nostalgic to me. Just that good 90s vibe. It puts me in the same mindset. Space and the same feel of uh, Jay Jazzy Jeff no, and the Fresh Prince. No, what's <laughs> what's that? Uh... Well, don't ask me any fucking questions if you're just gonna be ridiculous well, when I. I answer. mean, you also gotta let me describe it a little bit before you start kissing. <laughs> well, then talk, stupid. It's that video with Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg where it's like an outdoor barbecue and there's cars driving around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's DJ Jazzy Jeff. No. What's what song is that? I don't know. You said it was Snoop and Dr. Dre. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> you know the song and you're not telling me. That's not true. I don't remember. All right. Is it gin and juice? I don't remember which one it is. I don't know. <laughs> God, you're such a fucking asshole to me. I'm not an asshole at all. You could have said, I don't know the song. You just went, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was not gin and juice. And that's as far as I'm taking it. 1993. You'll say I like the year call out. I feel like that happened a lot in music that we listen to. I don't know that they do that anymore. 2021. It doesn't flow off the tongue easy. 1993! Yeah, that sounds good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Does every number sound good in the 1990s? I don't know, but I know. 1993 is something I've heard in a few songs. I just can't remember what it is. But as soon as I did that, I was like, I've heard that in another song at least. One other 1990. one. 1990! Oh, there's a song that starts like that. <sighs> <laughs> Let's see if all the numbers sound good. 1991! <laughs> 92 1994 1994 99 probably be good 1990 Even so fine 97 Ain't fucking around Unless you want to go to heaven Oh 98 degrees Yeah up in this motherfucker 98 degrees up in this motherfucker Yes I had the First album in this motherfucker. I had 98 Degrees first album. They were always the worst. They were always. They were always. <laughs> Wait, worse than uh. No, they were the worst out of the main. Okay, Boy well, bands. Who, who are the mains? We got NSYNC, Backstreet Boys, 98, 98 degrees. degrees. We don't put. I like girls that way. Some people would. I mean, if you went to that. Oh, you could have included Soul Decision and so <laughs> many of these other. Jordan McKnight. Baby, you know I can give it to you. 
I agree. That's the three. Those are the three main ones, at least when we were popular in the late nine. when we were popular, when we were that age and they were popular in the ni- late 90s. So the order obviously goes Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, NSYNC. A lot of people do think that Backstreet Boys were number one, and a lot of people are wrong about a lot of things in this country. I think they were way they were really popular at one point and then NSYNC fucking crushed them. Like that's how I remember it. <clears throat> that did definitely happen. Backstreet Boys are still together, they still tour, they still put out albums. They took a break for a while, but a while, but they have never had a Justin Timberlake. That's it's why true. they had to get back together because Justin's so powerful on his own and can do so much. And he's a fucking moneymaker. People like Justin Timberlake. Yeah. They don't have an asshole in their group who won't Give the guys a hand for two months to give them some money so they can buy their house. I'm pretty sure <laughs> he did when he brought them out for his whole thing that he got. Huh? When he got that praise at the MTV Movie Awards. He brought them out? Music Awards. Yeah, don't you remember when you went outside and I was like screaming in the bedroom or something? <laughs> you still lived here with your mom and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And you're like, are you like, you thought I was masturbating or something. <laughs> it's, like, it's happening. Oh, my God. But they didn't sing, right? Yes, they did. They performed a few songs. It was a little medley that they did together. And then they left. And then Justin continued his hits beyond in sync, of course. Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next song, Break of Dawn. This is technically the last song. And went on and on till the break of dawn. (laughs) Also, so 90s. Whatever the sound is. Do you know how they made that sound? It's like that weird Bernie Worrell. I don't know how he fucking did that, but I love that sound in 90s songs. It's like House of Pain. Yes. I think they just take this weird Bernie Worrell doing that, because he's got that lever on the left where you can fuck with pitch, Mm -hmm. and he did that. He just figured out how to do those weird tones. It's all in gangster rap. You hear it Mm -hmm. all the time. That's all from Bernie. That's complete Bernie. Interesting. And it's something I always... It was like my favorite part of rap from the 90s was that Bernie sound. And then we got so big into Parliament and I started doing research and I find out, oh, this man named Bernie Worrell is responsible for all of that? (laughs) One man? God, Bernie has done a lot. And then he popped up in our life uh, several times after. I mean, fucking talking heads. He was on that goddamn Stop Making Sense. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. He was... He played with uh, Les Claypool. It's true. Back in the Bernie Brains. This song... This song's like a, a workout song. Yeah, it's... It's not necessarily a strong song that it's going to be a hit, but I think it's... It's a strong way to end the album. Unfortunately, they have a PSA after this, which is not a song. Yeah. Uh, but I think that if they just ended it with this, it would have been a good strong ending. It would have put you in the mood. Because sometimes, like, if the song goes off, if it's kind of like droney or something at the end, you might not just be like, yeah, let's listen to, you know, and I'll put another album on or I'll do more. You just, it just kind of, like, fades out for a while. And it's like, oh, yeah, I'm not even listening to anything. I feel like something like this, you'd be like, yeah, what's the next thing? Like, it, it pumps you up. It keeps you going. Yeah. I like those... Uh bells mm-hmm. it's got like a welcome to the word is bond. feel chip chipperson says word is bond stolen from salt and pep word is bond 
I said this to you in other conversations. Salt and Peppa individually as rap names are very strange to me. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, my rap name is Salt. I don't think Salt is as... Well, no, I, they're pretty equal. Salt and Peppa. I think they're both strange to say individually. I think it's fucking perfect together together mm-hmm. but I, I don't know it'd just be hard to be like I'm MC Salt just sounds doesn't hit my ear correctly. do you know which one's which do you, no. I mean, you know what they look like right there's a short one and a taller one I think the tall one's Peppa that's correct yeah I think Peppa I think they're both good rappers but I think Peppa is great I think she has a great fucking voice Peppa's the more aggressive sound mm-hmm. one, right that's what yeah. I thought She's got like the more Ice Cube delivery. Yeah. She, that, I, th- I think that's why I'm surprised that they don't get more respect because I think they sound good. Their voices are great. Oh, they have so much attitude in there. And they don't sound like nothing is thin, nothing is weak. You yeah. believe what you hear. Like it sounds <laughs> yeah. sincere yeah. because their voices don't sound like they're just putting it on. It's like, no. I believe you've said this to someone before on the street. That's the thing I don't enjoy about current rap that I have heard. Nobody has a strong delivery in my in um, my mind like, what are you talking about you don't like it when people say like this no I don't like, you don't think that this is strong no I like the aggression I want you to sound like Ice Cube is one of my favorite rappers because of the aggression sound in his voice that goes for all music that I enjoy I'm always mm-hmm. like oh I really like the aggression I don't like mumbling I don't like I just I mean I'm mumbling my talking but no mumble music is dumb I just don't it there's something that these songs have that just feels full. I don't know how to explain it. There's still an authenticity that yes. exists that doesn't exist. I uh, now like I'm saying it. Not saying it's not there. It's just that most it's not popular to sound like that anymore. No, it's popular to sound like shitty thin Drake music. Yes, and I hate it so much. Drake is garbage, and people l- love shit lame. like that. I hate it. It's it not weak and lame. Oh, it's weak ass shit. It's so <laughs> weak. It's terrible. We have one more track. It's not a song. I wish I didn't even have to play this, but of course I have to. Well, we're not gonna count it in the tracks of the voting. Oh right? no, it doesn't no, count that. But because it's not a song, it has to be listened to. It does. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna play the last track, and here it is for you today. I've got AIDS. Well. For a long time, me, Pep, and Spin have been involved in the fight against AIDS. And we always say the best cure is not to get it and not to spread it. You should be responsible if you're going to have sex. So we decided to give a spot on our album Her to a speaking group of voice young is people so high pitched. We're like, also involved in the fight. Bright. They're called We She's Talk got a nice from Boston, Massachusetts. Tone to her voice. They're just young people schooling it's other salt. young people. Salt wrote this. She wrote the skit? <sighs> mm-hmm. I can't believe this. Well, the writing is I fucking mean, horrible. I mean, I this mm-hmm. happened to other people, but not me. I mean, I'm only 16 she years old. She also wrote sexy noises to me. I had a whole life ahead of me. Okay, so and she now can't I'm write. Die. I mean, what am I going to do? I... Peppa's let's better. Give, let's give it all to Peppa and Spinderella, hey, please. Mario? I called him over an hour ago. All we had to do was just use protection. I mean, the condoms are right there. By the way, isn't that not true? You still get, like, it you helps, can. but... You can, <laughs> definitely. And everyone knows that condoms yet. don't feel as good, so <laughs> come on. What are you talking about? I got $50 on this Mario, game. Mario, this is more important than the game. Well, all right, well, who's home? There's nobody home right oh, so now. then, so that's why you called me over here then. Mario, that's oh. how we got into this in the first place. What are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? I went to the clinic today. Oh, what you got, a little cold? I know how to fix that. <laughs> Mario, I don't have a cold. 
So, oh, oh, Semen. Please. <laughs> please. Don't suppressant. tell me you're pregnant. Please don't tell me you're pregnant. Right now, that would be more easier to tell you than what I have to tell you. So then what are you talking about? You're that talking about That would be more easier? Time. Mario, I got tested, and my test my test results came up positive. Test test for what? Positive for what? What are you talking Love. about? Love. Loving you, HIV. baby. <laughs> and I really don't know what we're going to do wait, because... Wait, wait, You got AIDS? <laughs> yes. I, I have the virus, and I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, Hold on, what we're going to do? She's got AIDS, well, and gonna she's do? got COVID-19. No, 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 this can't, no, this not. Oh, the flu virus. No, this is, I mean, you might have HIV, I guess, but not uh, me. I guess. No, I'm sorry, I'm straight. You dirty you piece thought? of shit. You know you're the only one I've been with. Well, that's not what I heard. You know we didn't use protection. Oh, my goodness, that's not what I heard. My boys told, they told me they seen you with all types of dudes, Kathy. Come on, you're gonna now. You're going to listening to your boys well, at a time I mean, like well, this. Trust me, now it was a perfect time to start. You can't listen, always listen to boys. Me? What you, I can't believe this is coming well, from you. I, well, thought, I thought I meant more to you than this. Well, I did love you, but now you be sleeping around. You caught AIDS on What around. you want me to do? I can't believe you, Mario. I hate you. Just get off my Oh, come on, man. You better just step with that. That's your problem. That ain't mine. I'm trying to You better just that on step me. with that. That's dead. Even come if, on, now you're going to try and tell Even me if I she had been sleeping around and that Please, got AIDS on her own. Sounds know. like you probably got it now, too, no. buddy. You should still be concerned. No, he's just mad at her. You did this to me. <laughs> Who am I fooling? <laughs> Who am I fooling? I'm just sitting, I'm blaming her. I'm blaming somebody else for something I know that I did. I mean, How introspective. I know I'm the only one she's been when I can't believe this. I have my whole future ahead of me. I know, I know she was planning on going to college, and me too. Oh. I want, you know, to get an education. I want to start a family. I might not be able to start a family. They're going to have an AIDS baby now. I might now. even die soon. And what if she's pregnant? Then that means that the baby's going to have AIDS? Oh, I got to get out of here. And that's the oh. album. That's literally how they end the fucking album. That is so weird. That is an odd choice. I got a fucking thought I didn't have before, because in the lessons I did, I only listened to this twice. Okay. Because you don't need to listen to it that many times. I agree. Uh, did, did, was was Mario like? I know he was fucking around, but who was he fucking around with? Oh, because it was the idea that you only got AIDS. That only yeah, gay people he had AIDS. Said I ain't gay. It's like, and then he said, "I know what came from me." Yeah. So so is Mario having some uh, some other inner. Maybe uh, someone offered him $25,000 and he couldn't <laughs> not suck their penis. But are you referencing what I told you earlier today that I would... <laughs> I, told, I sure am. I told him, honestly, if someone laid $25,000 on a desk and said, he sucked that man's penis, you get that money. I don't know if I would say no. I would probably do it. Because you're so... I would call you and I would say, hey, is this going to be considered cheating <laughs> And you say, how much of the money do I get? <laughs> I don't know. It gets a fucking down payment on a house. <laughs> Imagine throwing up cum. <laughs> we are officially done with this album, and we are to the part of the podcast where it is time to go over some questions for you. Hey guy, what are you doing? Do you have the answer for my questions that I have for you? Questions. <laughs> All right, so why did I choose this? I honestly, I like this. This is nostalgic for me. I thought that you would think it was funny, so I 
parts for sure. So uh, that was part of why I chose it, and part of why I what I thought when I gave it to you is like I just said that I thought that you would think that it was funny. Um, I didn't know if you would. I know you would recognize some songs. I didn't think that you would necessarily like it, so I, I wasn't looking forward to that. But I, I didn't think that it was going to be super hard for you because of where we are and how far we've come so far. What was your judgment prior to listening to it when I gave it to you? I wasn't really affected. Just whatever. This will probably be easy. I know it's from the mid-90s. I know some of these songs. It's not like I didn't feel like I was going to be hard. It was a meh. Do you know how many times that you listened to this? I had listened to this about four times. I got my original three in because we were supposed to record last weekend. In true us fashion, we get tired and we don't want to do things, so mm-hmm. we well, stretched it out. We're a couple weeks ahead, so we're yeah. fine. Yes. Yes, we do have episodes banked. It's a good mm, thing. Yeah, it's nice. But uh, So I listened to it once again recently to remember. So I ended up getting four. But only that AIDS thing twice. The first time in shock and <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now. And then the second time to... Laugh and make fun of it and tell Mel everything about it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a specific number because I was really spotty with listening to this. I definitely got two full listens in, but then I would, I would kind of skip through. Like, I I mean, I would technically say that I I put it on like four or five times. You started it around me at least twice. But then I would just skip some songs, and I just want to listen to what I wanted to listen to. But you also know this album, right? This isn't. Yeah, like, not like super well, but I but I know familiar it. Familiar with it? Yeah. Was it new to you? Yes and no. Ah. I mean, I knew like, you know, a chunk of the songs, and I had listened to it, and it's all just kind of feels familiar because it's all relative to itself in that time. That's so squeaky. <laughs> uh, Sam's least favorite song. What do you think my least favorite song is? I think there are a lot. See, I, w- I would have thought that there would be a handful of songs that you wouldn't like. But I'm going to guess that Sexy Noises Turned Me On is your least favorite song. Fucking bingo. It's a bingo. By far, this is my least favorite song. I'm not big into that Rasta voice either. I know I that might be culturally insensitive, but it's just not my thing. It's just not your style. It's yeah. fine. I've All never right. really like been into Bob Marley. I respect Bob Marley, and I was I'm okay with it, but I've never been like, I don't know, just don't like that Rasta, especially that real heavy. It almost seems fake. <laughs> okay, what do you think my least favorite song Same is? Same fucking thing. Woo! It's not a good song. No, it's not a good subject matter, and it's but just it's not dullard. A, it's not necessarily a bad song. I just think that the content. Puts it all the way at the end. And that. Carnival sounds. ICP flavor. (laughs) You make me so mad when you say these things. Hey, sometimes you hear vocalists, uh, different things in the music I listen to. Sometimes I hear the music you listen to. So I don't know about this. Oh, I don't know either. This one's hard. Choosing your favorite song. But I do know that you did make a statement about the Spinderella song. Okay. And you said that you wish more songs were like that. So my guess is the step. Mm. I do like that style, and I think Spinderella should be featured more, but that's not my favorite. My favorite song on this is 
Somebody's getting on my nerves. Well, I thought you would hate that song. I'm truly shocked. This is your ICP song that you said. It made you think of it. It's got a good groove. There's guitars in it. Uh, it's catchy enough that like... Who's that bass? It's like, I think I, if this song... I would dance to this. I would... This is the kind of shit I like. This is the kind of hip hop I enjoy. I agree. Slightly cheesy, mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you could almost do the well. My name is the like over <laughs> it. I just enjoy that. All right. What do you think my favorite song is? Uh, this is very hard because your tolerance for music like this is way higher than mine. Okay. Isn't. There's not a specific song that I've reacted to more than the others. There's been three that you started dancing to. Okay. And that was the only thing. Is it the first song, Groove Me? No, not at Damn all. It. Is it, uh, That's shocking. I don't know then. That was my guess. Really? It's uh, it's this song. <laughs> that was going to happen. None of your business. Yeah, you did react to most of this song. I didn't even see it when I was looking at it. I definitely played this song around you a couple times, well, you, too. I heard that first song a bunch, too. Oh, yeah, because I was just starting the album. Yeah, and then I thought I maybe you liked it a lot. It. It the I don't know. Even though, honestly, I would say that What a Man is a close second. That's what my next guess was it's such be. a good song. The song is strong. That's one of those songs where it was a single, and sometimes the single's not the best option, but mm-hmm. that kind of was. It's one where you're like, yeah, that is one of the best on the album. It's a great song. Okay, how old was I when I first started listening to this? I remember Salt and Peppa back as far as I can remember uh, picking up on things that weren't necessarily given to me by my parents, but things that I heard otherwise. And this was one of those things just around that time. I liked it, I thought it was groovy. I didn't really know what it was. It talked about stuff that was more adult for me, but it was still just, it's still very inviting with the sound. So I was definitely young, um, but as far as actually like seeking it out to listen to it myself, I mean, I would say an adult, uh, but I've always enjoyed it very much. I've never owned an album by their, by them, um, but I've always enjoyed what I hear, I guess. Uh, how do I ever... No, I said that's how... How did I originally feel about this? I didn't. I kind of just answered that. I liked it. Yeah, that worked. <laughs> I didn't necessarily seek it out, but I, I liked it. I always have. It's always been groovy and fun. It puts me in a good mood. Um, would I necessarily recommend it? I don't know a lot of people who I talk to who would enjoy it. I mean, I think it's a good album, so I, I guess I could say yes, generally. In the world of this music, if someone listened to it, would you recommend this? Absolutely, album? but I don't know anyone who I could personally recommend this to. <laughs> uh, would you ever listen to this again? Not by myself. Of no. course not. So what would you rate it? Zero to ten, Oliver the Rock and Roll, Cats. Meow. Uh, this is difficult because I'm going to have to give it two ratings. For my own personal taste, I'll give it a five. Okay. For that world, the music, I give it like an eight. Okay. Like, it's a good hip-hop album. It's a good uh, release. Like, I think they did a good job, but it's just not for me. Yeah. So that's why I give it a five in my world, but I understand. I agree with you. They should have been talked about more. I think so. I think they're very talented. They should have been bigger, and I bet there's a lot of people who now would say, oh, yeah, salt and pepper with the shit. But at the time, they just 
I mean, they were definitely known, but but they weren't hard. Yeah, and people were going more for that hard hip hop because yeah, that yeah, gangster yeah. rap started coming out. And I think almost unfortunately, if a woman at that time would have gone as gangster, they would it would have been like it wouldn't have taken her very it, seriously. Yeah, or it would have seen it been like, whoa. Like, you're going too far now. Even by gangster rappers, I think. Like, they wouldn't have been able to handle women mm-hmm. being that way. Well, But, like, with now, like, Cardi B, she can be as fucking gangster as she wants. Like, nobody gives a shit anymore. My name's Rappin' Rita, and I'm a lesbian. <laughs> Rappin' Rita? Rappin' Rita. Okay. All right, so I would personally... I'll, I'll give this seven, all over the rock and roll cats. I think it's uh, it's pretty solid for what it is. I understand if it's not your thing, but I uh, I think it's I think it's good. I think it deserves more respect. And uh, hey. so it's time to describe this album in one word. I forget this every goddamn time. You do, which is nice because it's it's more of a guttural reaction. It doesn't give you time to really fester on it, and I don't ever think about it either. Describing this album in one word. I will go first if you want me to. Yes. Safety. Explain. It's all about taking care of yourself, taking Ah, care of your shit, and being Uh, safe with your sex. Yeah, you're right. And in life, being strong and safe. It's got to be one word. It can't be one phrase. You can give a phrase. The phrase is like a thing. Of its time. Okay. Timely. There I go. I'll say timely. Timely. Because when I hear this, it's just, I immediately thought 90s. It was just 90s, 90s, 90s. 1993! Yeah. Okay, so we are officially finished with that. Next, we are going to have our buddy, Zach Broering, back on the podcast. But Zach, he's getting his own solo episode again. This is not group time. This is Zach time. But then the next episode will be a group episode. Which I think. he's also not involved in. He's, he certainly is not. So what he has provided us with is the album I Remembered But Then I Forgot by Wolfie's Just Fine. So the album name is called... I remembered and then I forgot. Yes. Okay, because it sounded like you were saying that... It sounds like that every time I've said it <laughs> in whatever way, and it never sounds right. By John LeJoie himself, Wolfie's fine. That is correct. All right. All right, so we are going to... We're going to go ahead and get out of here. We appreciate you guys listening Thanks as for always. listening. Tell uh, your friends. Share it. Get us more listeners so someone will be interested in paying me to do this. Yeah, we'd at least like to get the money back that we pay to put this out. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Let's at least break even. Let's start making a couple of critics merchandise that nobody wants. Well, we offered those pins to people and then we never gave them out. Only just a handful of people. Because we're not going to, like, mail them. Sorry, guys. All right. <laughs> You get this pin if you come on the podcast. That's true. All right. Bye, guys. We love you. Bye.